play this episode on 1.5x for a better listening experience. Hey guys. Welcome back to the Tech Buddies podcast. So in today's episode we are going to be talking about Motorola like in the past year like from 2020 to around like 2022 Motorola has been gaining a little like in sales and stuff like they're slowly becoming they're slowly gaining their popularity back like Motorola used to be a very like famous brand like with a lot of its phones that used to sell it used to be like Nokia when Google when it was under Google and stuff and then when it transferred to Lenovo then it had a sudden downfall and i think now it's the time for the Motorola comeback in india at least like they are launching good phones every month but that kind of makes them that like like every other tech brand in india i think they should just like make proper series and launch like yearly phones or maybe like if not if not like yearly maybe 6 months or 3 months not every month because it kind of gets confusing and their naming is clearly messed up so that's why we thought we'll just do a motorola lineup review and we'll just go through what phones are there and like what is the price point and like mostly they are recommendable and we'll just go through their lineup because the names are really confusing so i think that should help people like the naming ones we'll we'll try to in like in the end we'll try we'll just give you a rank of uh, the phones like which is budget and which is the expensive one so in the end of the video we'll just give a list of uh, the phones from the cheapest to the most expensive so that should clear the lineup issue okay so starting off we're going to first do the Motorola Moto G82 G82 which is i think the newest phone they have released um it's around the price of 20000 right akhar yeah it's around 20000 with discounts but i guess it starts at around 22000 yeah so i am pretty sure you all of you know that this phone exists because everyone is bombarded with ads about this phone with the whole po led thing and ois at this price so let's just quickly cover the specs a 6.6 inch 1080p into 2 2400 pixels 50 megapixel 1080p camera 6 gb ram 5000 milliamp hour battery and from the spec sheets it looks really good like i think you can say that for every motorola phone but it's these small things that mattered what motorola has done with most of their phones is they pack an older processor which isn't as good as the Uh, competitors or is like slightly slower than the competitors which i know that it might be bad for some people but for a for the average user motorola really delivers a good experience and this one is the prime example of it because the display is really really good for the price and optical image stabilization is almost like <laughs> zero phones have this feature and it's like a feature you only get on flagship so now it's slowly coming to the mid range or like sub 20k range which is really interesting and i want to see how other brands are like forced into adding this because of how motorola has worked their things and i know motorola has bombarded with us with ads but i think one thing motorola needs to work on is their brand image because brand image is really really important in this dnh and 
many consumers buy their phones only because of brand image apple is the biggest example uh, brands like apple samsung and even oneplus to an extent have brand image uh, have brand image surrounding them for example uh, atharv and i were discussing just before uh, recording this episode oneplus even though not having that great great phones as a package or maybe it's a rebranded version and just doesn't feel as exciting people still tend to choose a oneplus because a oneplus is regarded as the oneplus is that brand name that people associate uh i wouldn't say good phones right now but maybe good phones with and oneplus still feels high, like more upmarket when compared to realme or redmi or any of those brands so <laughs> i think motorola has to work in such a way it's able to position itself In, along the same lines of OnePlus, because that's one thing that OnePlus has an advantage and Motorola has a disadvantage right now. Uh, but the fanboys will obviously buy Motorola. And one more thing is, I can't complain about this, but Android phones really need to start stepping up their uh, the resolution it can do video recording in, because if you look at it, an iPhone which you're getting for refurbished, Arthur and I were talking about this before, also is able to shoot at 4K. 30 fps and it's probably like a 6 or 7 year old model and it's able to shoot at 4k whereas the newest latest and greatest android phone is able to shoot only 1080p so that's so a real loss for android phones the, there are many phones that are launching with the snapdragon 695 chipset and the main problem is that the snapdragon 695 chipset has a lot of problems like it does not support hdr uh, video in you on youtube and it does not support 4K recording itself, which is like a really messed up thing for Qualcomm to do. I I don't understand why didn't didn't they enable 4K recording on this chip? So the drawback was of the chipset. So that the 1080p capping thing is because of the chipset itself. But otherwise, like Motorola has got many things right. They're providing the latest software, clean Android. It's like the experience you get on a Motorola phone is very similar to a Pixel device. So if you are a fan of clean ui then you you can obviously check this out and the displays are like generally the best they can provide they provide amoled displays with 120 hertz or 144 hertz displays usually so that is kind of good and uh, then the only thing they need to work on is their camera optimization and i think that that should like maybe help help them boost their sales a bit more but like generally in motorola phones i would recommend to like parents or elders like one of my friends was asking me like his uncle wants a phone under 20k or something he was asking me for a suggestion so the first thing that came to my mind was motorola because of the clean ui and then there's no bloatware but and another thing motorola needs to focus on is software updates like while other brands like uh, samsung and maybe realme are giving 3 to Four and Samsung give you, gives even five, so that in that sense, Motorola is a bit low with only one or two or maximum three years. Three years is in their flagship Edge series, so Motorola should like provide more support. And if they do that, many many people will buy Motorola phones. I'm not joking. It'll be easier for us like techies to recommend it to people because what generally happens in India is people either go to offline stores where the customers who get uh what do you call it Co- commissions from brands like oppo vivo recommend them some random oppo or vivo phone and they buy that or they ask their friend relative 
I mean friend, friend or relative or maybe cousin or someone who watches YouTube and like a lot of tech videos and stuff. They'll ask them and they they can buy from their recommendation. So it'll be easier for us to recommend Motorola phones also. So those are the main like two things Motorola needs to work on. But uh, mostly, gen- other than that, they have pretty decent uh, lineups these days. But they should fix their naming schemes as well. I mean, G eighty two, G twenty two, G fifty two, G thirty one, G seventy one. Then Edge thirty, Edge thirty Pro. They're like so many phones, and when they launch multiple phones every month with like the same same name, like similar n- names, like and most of them are numbers like G eighty two, twenty two. So you get confused. So I think Motorola should like kind of. Make lineups, maybe like G series, four phones, maybe G like how Samsung has A12, A22, A32, A42. I mean, not A32, uh, A32, A52, A72, like that. M- Motorola should do that. Maybe like G12, G22, all at different price categories, and then their flagship phones will be the Edge series. That will make way more sense. So that is the main like crux of the whole episode. Yeah, I think Atar kind of covered all the points. The naming scheme, honestly, I don't know what they're going to do out of it because even other brands, Samsung also is kind of similar, although easier to understand. But it's something other brands need to work on, especially brands that sell multiple phones. Whereas Apple, just because they sell less phones, it's easier to understand. The pricing right now, it's twenty two thousand nine hundred and ninety nine on Flipkart. The MRP is twenty six thousand, and for uh, the six GB RAM variant. It's twenty one thousand four ninety nine. So for an extra, almost one thousand five hundred, you're able to get like two more gigs of RAM. I think if you're able to afford it, it's a good upgrade because six GB is kind of become like the minimum requirement. Now moving on to the next phone we're going to talk about is the Motorola G twenty two. Um. So one more thing I'd like to talk about Motorola. I mean, G twenty two being the exception, is that Motorola's design language in many of its models look very, very similar, and it's kind of confusing because uh, I've seen this person they are having a Motorola phone, and I thought, okay, it's a Moto G seventy one, but it was some other phone. I thought it it was a Moto G eighty two, but it was a different phone. So their designs are very, very similar, and with sometimes they have major price gaps. These two phones, so. I don't think so. You should be selling a phone with really similar design at diff- like huge price margins because um, basically it should have a unique look to it. That's I, I feel like from a even from a customer standpoint or even from like a uh, the company standpoint, like Apple give, purposely makes the SE look much worse than the uh, iPhone 13 because. They know that if you're paying more, you're gonna get a phone that's better looking, that looks more modern. So I think that's one thing Motorola needs to focus on. That being said, let's talk about the G twenty two now. The price right now is nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine on Flipkart. Its MRP is fourteen thousand rupees, um, and it has four GB RAM, sixty four GB ROM, uh, expandable. It has a HD plus display. Um, it doesn't say which. I'm assuming it's an LCD display because. Uh, considering the price, uh, the design, um, honestly, it looks pretty different from their other de- other phones' designs. But I, I don't know if I really like it. There are three color variants. Some one is like a 
light green like almost like a lime green type look and the other one is like a blue like a what do you light blue and this is like reflecting colors and uh, a black it has a 5000 mAh lithium ion battery and basically uh, it has for 5000 mAh i mean it's pretty good for an android phone it has a 50 megapixel camera which i don't know if they went a bit overboard with it 50 megapixel camera 8 megapixel 2 megapixel waist 2 megapixel waist but yeah uh and it has a mediatek helio g37 processor um i think i've seen one review about this phone and um uh, everything about the phone was good except for the processor and apparently the the phone couldn't run some basic tasks also properly like scrolling you could see some jitters so yeah it would this was like a like a phone someone could purchase for like people who don't care much about their phone who just want a phone like a smartphone to just run basic tasks the camera also isn't that great even though it has a 50 megapixel uh, ca- camera and it I've, i've heard that it has lots of like jitters in the ui while like scrolling and the animation things but um for 10k i don't know i don't want to give them an excuse for uh giving a phone which is jittery but i think motorola could have done better but from the spec sheet it looks okay it also comes with a 20 watt charger so i think that's important to mention nowadays athar what do you think about yeah i think it's like in generally in budget phones you can't complain much like they have to they can't give like that good processors and stuff so as much as motorola is able to give they're doing their best like under 10000 they are able to give like 50 megapixel cameras and then like 90 hertz display and stuff which is like very rare to see in <clears throat> like budget phones like most of the other budget phones you will get a 60 hertz lcd or maybe if you buy a samsung you'll get a tft display so what motorola is doing is good and the main thing about under 10000 phones of motorola is their software because most of the other brands they'll stuff the phone with bloatwares and that will ruin the software experience even more so the jitter jitterness gautam was talking about if that is there even in stock if if it's there in the stock android version itself then imagine if there's some thousand bloatwares in their phone how much it'll lag and stutter so that way i think motorola still has an advantage in software so this kind of looks like a decent enough deal but again like under 10000 phones are limited by the chipset the next phone in the lineup is motorola g52 i think this is very similar to g82 but it doesn't have the ois camera and i think the display is okay display is, i think the only difference between g82 and g52 is the ois in the camera and because of that the g82 goes all the way up to 20000 by the g52 is at uh, 15000 so i don't see also the much. refresh rate of the displays uh, is bumped hertz, up uh, from 90 hertz to 120 hertz but i think i don't if you are not the ois under 20000 isn't like as comparable to a flagship or even mid range phone so if you don't if you are actually looking for a phone under 20000 you can check the g52 itself because it comes with an amoled display 
120 hertz and 90 hertz isn't a big display difference unless you are shifting from 60 to 120 so 90 to 120 isn't a big difference and os in camera like i said in mid mid range phones is not a like feature to have so you can just say 5000 rupees and more than 5000 and buy the moto g52 instead of the g82 because it comes with the same same snapdragon 695 chipset if i'm not wrong and either ways the camera quality won't be any different on the g82 because it uh, it can record only 1080p because of the limitation of the processor so there's i feel i i don't see any reason you should not buy the g52 over the g82 so that's one thing which i found but the g82 also has 5g i think so and uh, i think the g52 doesn't have 5g because the processor has... comes with 695 doesn't it no it's snapdragon 680 oh it's 680 okay yeah so i don't no. think so the g82 it, yeah. has 5g but it has it has g 695 is a 5g processor so. Yeah, so the G82 does, but the okay, G52 then, does, yeah, G52 doesn't. doesn't. Okay, I didn't know that. So I the additional price you're paying is uh, for a processor that's probably better, has 5G, a better screen, refresh rate-wise. No, but I think right now, the problem is the brands are adding like 5G tax. They like you have to pay extra for a 5G phone than a 4G phone. And like, if you, I, to be honest, if you if you are a camera person, then it's better you go for the G52 because the Snapdragon 680 comes with the support for 4K video recording. So you can just go for this one instead of that. So like just for OIS, I'm just having OIS in your camera doesn't make it a good camera. Is like is what I'm saying. Yeah, OIS shouldn't be the only thing you go by. I'm still not sure if they have. 4K recording, even though it's supported in the uh, in the processor, but I've seen the reviews saying that the camera is okay. It's not the best, but you can't complain for a phone that costs like fifteen thousand for the six GB, four GB RAM variant, and for the six GB RAM variant, one twenty eight GB ROM, it's uh, sixteen thousand four ninety nine. Ideally, um, I can see lots of parents buying this for their kids. Um, it seems like what they need is a good battery, a big screen, and and maybe decent set of cameras. And this seems like the perfect phone if you want to give it to your kids. Because I mean, if you want to get the G eighty two, that's also fine. But yeah, this is it has uh, it has the headphone jack. It has a good set of stereo speakers, which actually are quite loud. The battery is also big and it's slim and light. So I really think this would be a good phone <laughs> to give to it to someone like who's probably a teenager or something. What do you think, Athar? Yeah, most I don't know if parents to children because children like like fancy stuff and this is pretty plain, but mostly considering the no bloatware experience thing, this could be recommended for parents, grandparents and stuff. Like grandparents don't want 5G, like latest technology, 100 megabits per second speed and all on their phone. So like you can give this to your grandparents and stuff maybe if they want a new phone because like mostly what they do is whatsapp and videos and maybe a bit of the camera and all of this does the Mo- motorola will g52 will do that pretty well so 
more like most of the phones motorola of motorola i feel is easier to recommend for elderly people because they don't have to do like crazy camera stuff or maybe like high ta- like high power consuming tasks and stuff so that way the motorola will give them good battery life good display if they're watching multimedia and the cameras are also pretty decent to their liking like the optimization still needs to happen but it will be pretty like decent for what their use case so mostly it will be recommended for parents grandparents and stuff more than like teenagers because i i feel teenagers are now slowly gravitating towards either oneplus or maybe like the iq or something like that come depending upon um if they're a gamer or not maybe. like because more of those kind of things they see on youtube and like that is a thing i feel too that being said even if you're a grandparent or not even if you're an an average consumer this phone is one i think at this price range we can recommend it's a pretty good phone very well balanced uh well balanced package given by motorola now moving on to the next one <coughs> which is g31 um it's like the what the version just below the g52 i think and the g31 seems more like in my eyes seems more like a competitor to the to the samsung galaxy m30 2021 or m21 i mean so it's it's again almost the exact same phone except the processor the 50 megapixel camera obviously the other two cameras won't be good that great but amoled display now you lose the p whole p oled thing here but then again you again get a 5000 mAh battery and the processors are downgrade but it's 10000 rupees for 4 gigs of ram and for 6 gigs of ram it's 12000 so this is like very tightly packed budget so it's like a almost like a gamble like oh, i can pay like 4000 more and i can get this phone which is much better and then i can pay 4000 more and get this phone which is much better than that phone so it's really confusing but when in comparison to something that samsung offers i'd only ask the person to get samsung i mean if it's a new samsung phone i won't even ask them to get samsung but if it's an older one which has an oled screen the only reason why i'd ask them is if they are more comfortable with samsung's ui or if they use it and it's scary like it's almost scary how good these mid range phones are getting for just doing basic tasks the only thing is like it doesn't have flagship level performance apart from that the features are really really good like on all these flagship phones it's almost like we are reaching a bridge where it's where like it's almost hard to tell between a flagship phone and a mid range phone just by the spec sheet uh but you don't get a 6 uh, 90 hertz screen here it's a basic 60 hertz screen so that's one let down but for 10000 rupees i still think it's a decent package uh much better than the g22 in my <coughs> in my opinion because i've heard good things about this phone yes it's it's quite expensive and in comparison to the g22 but that extra ram and the better processor does pay off because you are getting much better cameras you are also getting a better experience no uh no lag or stutters or jitteriness like when using the ui athar what do you think about this phone yeah surely like around 12000 13000 you barely get any phones with uh, amoled displays and this is 
thankfully fhd plus usually if brands do give amoled displays i think the only other phone with amoled display at around 13000 that comes to my mind is infinix hot 12 or something and the ui is like not preferred by many people so as i say like <clears throat> the main crux of this episode is like motorola is easier to recommend to like older people than like younger people so if maybe like you want to gift a phone to your parents or grandparents and you don't have a tight and like you don't have that much of a budget then you can obviously look at a motorola phone and you know that you'll get like good a good phone for like normal everyday tasks but if you're gaming and stuff then obviously you'll have to look for another option and another thing you need to keep in mind as i said when you're buying a motorola phone is software updates you the especially in these budget phones i don't think you'll get anything more than one or two years of updates so that's the disadvantage with motorola moving on the next phone i think is g71 so I, g71 is like the same as g82 in terms of the Sna- snapdragon 695 chipset it has six, it has an amoled display but i'm i think it's 90 hertz yeah it's i don't think it's 120 hertz i think this is more like an older version of the g82 or what like the g82 is aiming to replace but it doesn't in my opinion i don't think so i'd recommend this phone at this point to anyone just because of how crappy the design looks on these pictures that being said performance is the exact same the gap is so less between these models it's really really hard to tell they're all getting the same display, charging like, and <clears throat> the basic difference between g82 and g71 is 120 hertz display ois in the camera and I think that comes with Android 12 out of the box. This has Android 11 out of the box for some reason. I don't know why. So that is the main difference. So obviously, if you're looking for a phone, you can just pay. If you're looking for this phone, don't buy it. If you if you can add two to three thousand more, you can just buy G82. It's the same chipset. You just get 120 hertz display, which is better, and uh, you get OIS in the camera, which isn't a which isn't a feature which i'm telling you again but uh, but if you have if your budget is this much then you can check out other phones also like this, i wouldn't recommend this phone simply because i don't see any initiative to buy this over the g82 or over other phones another thing gautam talked about is its design which is subjective but your next is the moto e32s which is a budget phone so i don't think uh, we should be covering it more like i think we should skip this one it starts at 9500 and i think the it's an lcd display 90 hertz and you get a 16 megapixel camera in the rear all budget phone stuff and the main advantage again here is the software so and it comes with ip52 rating and stuff so those those type of things like which uh, other brands generally skip on that's where motorola focuses and they deliver such stuff like ip52 rating you won't find on any any other phone under 10000 so if you can if you can manage budget and manage your budget and uh, maybe increase it a bit more you can get better phones but the e32s isn't a bad phone the main advantage like i said is the software so that ends this video guys hope you liked it if you did Don't forget to click on the follow button if you are listening on Spotify and subscribe and leave us a review if you are listening from Apple Podcasts. 
that's it from my side take care bye bye